I finally did it. I've taken over the podcast. Pod Trump has officially reigned and conquered the audio waves. It's so incredible. Since I have 100% control, I want to talk about so many things, so many wonderful, incredible things have happened this past week. So many developments. I don't even know, quite frankly, we don't even, I don't know where to start. We have uh, a ton of wonderful things. First of all, I got rid of trans in the military. I got rid of trans because, you know, I don't like anything trans. I don't like the transatlantic partnership. I don't like transformers. I don't like uh, anything trans, quite frankly. So the trans people, they had to go. The LGBT, LGTVs, I don't like their HDTVs. The whole LG movement, it's got to go. It's so bad. And it's quite, I said this, it's a distraction. Those HD pixels, they're very distracting. So I got rid of them. And I think it's going to be so much more wonderful because I don't want people, these things, these creatures, we don't know what the hell they are running around with guns. I want to know if it's a man or a woman. And frankly, you know, I think the women should be at home. I don't think they should be serving because it's very dangerous. And, well, that's for another time, I think. But... I'm so happy that we got them removed and now we're going to have strong men on the front lines fighting for all that wonderful silky oil in the Middle East. Isn't that so nice? So we're going to get rid of them. I feel the oil. I can feel it running through my fingers. Like when Dumbledore pulls out those memories and it's very silky. That's what it's going to feel like. When Dumbledore put, you know, I want to talk about Harry Potter because it's so, it's so wonderful. The Death Eaters, the good guys. And we saw the fake news with Cornelius Fudge. He was a nasty guy. He was so nasty. Because they tried to use propaganda against those Death Eaters. They were nice guys. They, they just wanted to make things so much better. Why was it such a problem to serve the Dark Lord? I don't understand. Anyway, the oil that we're going to get, it's going to be beautiful, rich, and silky, like those, those memory strands from Dumbledore. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you. Who, what's going on here? Did someone say beautiful, rich, and silky? I did. And of course, it's your boy Pod Drew in the building. You Coming can't. In. You That's can't, right. That's right. Excuse me. Excuse me. You can't take over my takeover. Ooh, I think that's exactly what happened, President Pod. You try to do your thing, and here I am knocking down the door. I'm coming in, I'm taking over, I'm interrupting. So the takey has been taken by the taker. That's right, it's a real Liam Neeson situation we have here. I know you love those movie references, Trump, so you've been taken this time. What an M. Night Shyamalan twist. That's true. I, I, you know what, to be fair, I am impressed that you pronounced uh, that director's name correctly. As well, as I know, I put on an audio tape where they repeated his name, and I listened to it every night before I go to bed. Wait a minute, this is what you're spending your time doing? Well, this has been going on for the past few months because I have a meeting, a very important meeting in India with little Indians. I mean, I it would have made sense to me if you would have like just tried to learn Spanish or something like that instead of just nope, learning it's a just one, one name. It's one name on repeat, and you know it's like. Uh, it's like that program where you learn a new language. Okay. Rosetta Stone. 
I thought you were going for another movie reference, but you're you're talking about Rosetta Stone is like a learning program. Well, the Rosetta Stone uh, held the sword that Arthur pulled out, I believe. Uh, oh, that's your reference. Excalibur, that's a movie that's, you know, I could do this all day. King Arthur pulled Excalibur out of the Rosetta Stone. He pulled it out and he was able to speak every language under the sun, hmm. according to the Bible. Well, that's interesting, Pod Trump, but... You know, I, I'm coming in interrupting because normally I try to do something, me and Padnam, and then you you bust in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. So I'm coming in, now I'm going to start talking about what I want to talk about. How well, about that? Well, you could try, but I'll probably do word association and we'll go way off the rails, but... Yeah, I mean, one issue is I do mostly just like talking about movies and stuff, which is kind of probably what you're going to bring up. Anyway. You love it when I do that. You love it. That's how I get so oh, many people at my... Yeah. Excuse me. That's how I get so many people at my rallies. They love me. Excuse me. But, uh, you know, I don't know. There's a new movie coming out called Detroit. Ever heard of it? Detroit is filled with crime and dread and violence like you've never seen. It's filled with dread. Dread. Judge Dread. It's filled with Judge Dread and... <laughs> Wait a minute, is there really... In Detroit, I confess, I've only been there once a long time ago. I didn't really... Sylvester Stallone! Is, is there real Judge Dreads there? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is geared up and he's kicking ass. I trained him. I, person, I had personal trainers. He's going to Detroit. And, you know, he's killing people. He's making it such... He's making it such a safer, better place. Because it's so dangerous. Really? I, I actually like the other Judge Dredd. Is, is he there, too? The, the newer the newer guy. That actor from Lord of the Rings. Judge Scott Dredd? Dredd Scott? Just, he's just Dredd. Not Dredd Scott, Trump. Dredd. Just capital D Dredd. On Netflix. I haven't seen it. Oh, you're missing out, Patron. This is a good. This is a good. I think it's better than the Stallone one. Well, I'll have to check it out. You know, I'm not a big fan of reboots. I don't like reboots, but I like. Mm -hmm. I do like Reeboks. Those are very comfortable. And what? I'm an Adidas man, Trump. I don't well, like Reebok stuff. Well, you know, I only spend. I'm in terrific shape. Uh, nobody has better health than me. And I'm on the. All I do when I go to the gym, I'm on the treadmill. I go for 0.3 miles, and I feel winded. But my point is, <laughs> the Reeboks, they keep my feet so comfy. Mm -hmm. Now, you said you're in good health, Trump, but I do feel like the last couple of times you've popped in to talk, that you were talking about some type of brain tumor you had. Well, physically, I'm doing so well. I'm, so, I'm tremendously well. That's not part of your physicality, a tumor? I would say that's more, it's a mental battle, because I know if I can trick my brain into secreting serotonin, and endorphins. I've read up a lot about this. Excuse me. I've read up a lot about this. If I can trick my brain into pumping out and secreting these things ad nauseum to the max, then we'll be able to fight this malignant thing that's just <laughs> consuming, quite frankly, it's consuming my brain. I don't disagree that there is a mental battle going on with you, Todd Trump, but well, I don't know it's, if this is going to work. It's forced me to make uh, decisions that my predecessors and my team have uh, called questionable. I've gotten rid of Spicer. I've gotten mm. rid of Priebus. Didn't Spicer uh, quit? He wanted to say that. He, wa he tried to spin it, but I fired him. I said, you're fired, and he left. What was the purpose for it? Why would you fire him? I didn't like him anymore. He was going around shooting his mouth. He tried to paint me into a positive image. I didn't like it. I didn't like. But it. you fired him because he was speaking, trying to make you seem too positive. He tried to make me soft. 
I didn't need that. I want to be a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. I make tough deals. That's how I roll. So it's nothing to do with the fact that a lot of people were making fun of him and like a famous actress was portraying him on TV as a joke. Well, he was also, he, you know, he doesn't handle pressure very well. I had, I, I had the pressure ter- tremendously well. And he was like an egg. He was ready to crack. He was well done. And I think it was time. I think it was time for him. You know, there was just so many things that weren't doing good for him. Were you worried that he's going to let out some secrets, uh, cracking under the pressure to the press? Well, I threatened him and I said, if you spill the beans, you're not going to have any beans. Because what I did was, you know that scene from... Uh, This could go a thousand different ways (laughs) with you, Pod Trump. You know that scene from Casino Royale where James uh, Bond is tied up to the chair and what's his name from Rogue One that played Jin Erso's father? Oh, yeah. He smacks him in the nuts with the rope. That's my boy Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> yeah, it gives him brutal uh, testicular damage he, he, yeah, to well, James Bond. Exactly. So That's what you were going to do to Sean Spicer. Well, I did that to him. I gave him a little... You did that to him. I gave him a love tap and I said, if you leak any secrets... You're not gonna have any beans left to spill. I mean, I would have quit after that as well. Yeah, My was... boss did that. Well, that's the Casino Royale treatment to me. He wasn't as tough as Daniel Craig. He didn't laugh it off. I'll tell you that he sobbed uh, like yeah, a baby. I agree. Oh, his hair color is pretty similar to Daniel Craig. He's a little sandy blonde, isn't he? I think he could be a chubby James Bond. <laughs> a chubby American James Bond. Sean Spicer. Well, the, the franchise would have to sink pretty low for him to be considered. I would have to think. Well, he does need a job now, I guess. Sean Spicer is going to be the next James Bond. We'll find a position for him. He'll be. It was either him or Idris Elba, who they said was too. He was too thug or something like that. So who, who said that? I don't know. Critics. I heard this. That's what they hmm. said. Hands to God. Miller told you this. <laughs> Steve Miller. Stephen Miller, who by the way looks like Buster from Arrested Development. That's like a. That's like the best case scenario for this guy, honestly. That's like the kind of, like Buster would play him in a movie. Maybe. Well, that'll be his next movie. And maybe we'll have a crossover. You know, I have incredible direction for film. I'm a visionary. I'm like Christopher Nolan. Dunkirk, by the way, what a great film. But, I haven't seen it yet. Don't, well, don't, no spoilers, it's, Patrick. It's very tremendous. I felt an overwhelming, swollen sense of American pride when Tom it, Hardy... There's even Americans in that movie. Isn't it a British battle or something? Well, the British are American descendant. I mean, vice versa. Hmm. But... When Tom Hardy was in that fighter plane, and he's just gunning down everyone. Well, I said no spoilers, Pat Trump. He's just all you see is Tom Hardy in a plane. That's all you need to know. Oh, is Tom Hardy one of your favorite uh, actors? Well, you know he has the word hard in his name, and, and <laughs> so it reminds me. It reminds you of yourself. When, excuse, excuse when Ivanka comes in the room, huh? Got ya. Well, I get, I get Trump hard, Trump hardy for her. You know, I get very Trump hardy. But I want to go back. I, you know, it was so we had a wonderful idea going on, and I think it would be a good idea to have a Buster, uh, Bluth, Bluth, and um, Steve Miller, Steve Miller as uh, Buster Bluth, and we were gonna have. Uh, you, this is what you wanted to come back to, Patro. Well, you know, I thought it'd be a really great crossover to have an Arrested Development and uh, Chubby, uh, what's his name, crossover. Well, I don't know what you're even saying. It was you're the talking other... about a crossover to your own administration or former administration. I said Sean, Sean Spicy. Sean Spicy. Whatever. You Who know. is he going to be? Oh, I don't get it. Well, who did I say? <laughs> he you looked... said him for James Bond. Trump. Right. So what's about I... the difference? That you're you're yeah, what, Excuse me. Excuse me. What I'm going, <laughs> what I'm going to do is I will have 
Sean Spicer as James Bond in a crossover universe with Stephen Miller as Buster Blue. It'll be like a, a comedic uh, duo. James Bond and Buster Blue, the comedic duo. I mean, it's it's pretty. It could work because like there's one James Bond movie where Central Intelligence. It, well, no, that's The Rock. And but that worked. You know, I serious, didn't see that one either. To be honest. But you had a serious guy and a funny guy, and it worked. Well, yeah, there's a lot of movies like where that happens. You know, there was well, who's the who's the serious guy and who's the funny? Well, with the characters, but you're talking about. They're being played by by Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer. Steve Miller. Who's the funny guy? Who's the serious? Well, guy? Steven's gonna have to learn to be funny to be Buster, and Sean is gonna have to be even more. Serious. I don't know if that's quite frankly. I don't know if that's possible. Hmm. Speaking of funny guys, well, funny names at least. What was that? Rian Rienzi Priebus. How do you say his name? Rinse, rinse, rinse your hands when you're done eating Priebus. Okay. Did you have a tape to learn his name too, like Shyamalan? I did, in fact. And that's actually... So, I had my friends in Russia. You know, they're great at making languages. And I had them create a Rosetta Stone, but for names. So, Reince Priebus, that was when I had to work on a few a few days. And uh, Scaramucci, whoa, let me tell you, that took me a month. Because it had more than two syllables. So, you know, that took me a really long time. But eventually I kept slipping up when I was trying to say his name, and that's why I, let him, I had to let him go. Now, like, last time you interrupted us, we were talking to Nick Cage. And we had realized good friend. that... Good friend. Good friend of yours, yeah. We had realized that his... He, or at least he claimed that his real name was Nick Cage Amuji, and he changed it. No relation. So, but is that what gave you the idea to temporarily hire uh, Scaramucci? That is. That, you know, you are smarter than you look because you put the two and two together. I look smart, too, so that means I'm really smart. You look And very, silky. You look very smart. Because Excuse me, and silky. You look very smart and silky because you have the beard, so, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I oil s- this bad boy up every day, uh, twice a day. You look like uh, a grown Tyrion Lannister. It's adorable. <laughs> A grown. I think Tyrion Lannister is grown. He's just a, a, a small. You know, he's a dwarf. Well, you look like a stretched Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> so like some medieval torture stretched me out. You were drawn and quartered, but the limbs never came off. Mm. Well, that's. I mean, that's fair. I think. I mean, that's not a bad comparison because he's a, that actor's actually a pretty, pretty good-looking guy. Yeah. And he got so much puss. You used to get it, or what are you, what are you saying? Well, yeah, you know, he doesn't get it much in it's the show anymore. Now. Oh, in the show, okay. In real about. life, I don't think he got any. Well, I think he's married, you know, and has children or something. So he definitely doesn't have any. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think he doesn't have, like, a um, unless you're married. Sexy, sexy adult daughter. Unless you're married to a super hot model international bombshell babe. You're not getting any when you're married. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's true. But I, he might be married to a bombshell, like, supermodel. I don't know who his wife is. I'll tell you what he's married to. He's married to... What, what he's married to? <laughs> Come on, Pod Trump. Let's I know. Let's be a little dignified here. The women aren't what's they're people. Well, excuse me. If you know the trans rules and all that, they I, the pronouns are so crazy. So I say them. And what? <laughs> and okay, you're saying because there's weird, uh, not weird, but because you uh, said it. Damn you it. said it. Yeah. All right. Never mind. <laughs> let's. This is going into dark territory. <laughs> Uh, but what I was saying with Peter Dinklage, <laughs> he is married to a contract to continue doing dwarf rules, which is so sad. Well, I mean, how would he 
I mean, he's typecast. That's true, but like, unless someone gets the stretcher out for him, how how is he going to do anything else? Because like, if you're if you're something, you can only play that, right? Well, I think. I mean, he could do voice role on like a, he probably does voices and like he could do a different character that way, like an animated feature. Pod Trump, Have you ever thought about that? Well, you know, I think animation, and maybe he should consider doing podcasts like I'm doing. You know, nobody listens mm-hmm. to the podcast. We should get him on. On our famous voices in your head, but uh, you don't know about that. I, I mean, don't know. You didn't drop the last episode. Well, you know, I dropped in. I was scoping it out. I was surveying, and I think it has potential. So maybe mm. I'll drop by that one. But I think Beta Dinklage would be a great asset to have, and I think he would be a lot of fun. Would you want him in your cabinet to replace someone? That's- I can hide him in my cabinets. I think it would be wonderful. Oh. He could sit in there. He could clean the dishes. He could, uh, you know, he'd have so much fun. How was that? That would that be fun? Cleaning dishes? Well, first of all, you don't clean dishes in the cabinet. It'll, well, I know you've never done it before. When, I'm sure, but that's I'm, not how it works. Excuse me. I'm pretty sure that that's the way it works. No, you put the dishes in the cabinet and then you clean them. Wait, does Trump uh, Trump Towers have like fancy uh, self cleaning cabinets where you just you don't have a dishwasher? You just Replace the dishes back in the cabinet and they magically get washed. And, you know, that's what we do. We have buttons on the cabinets and it probably explains why all the wood is warped. And <laughs> because you put the dishes in and it self-cleans once they're in the cabinets. Hmm. I think that's how it works. And by the way, wouldn't it be so, wouldn't that be so nice for Peter Dinklage to be like, it would be like a Cinderella story. He goes around, he cleans. <laughs> that's a reverse Cinderella. Well, he has a sweet life where he's a famous actor. <laughs> successful rich guy <laughs> and now you're gonna put him into the cinderella like he's gonna have to be like the uh the cleaner of all this shit like what that's the <laughs> and his reward would be to be stretched out so he could be a nice full grown man is there like a, a fairy godmother that you know of that's gonna come and magically do this i think there would be ivanka ivanka is the the closest you have to a fairy godmother well I'm trying to think who else might be a good fit. Kathy Bates, she, she's plump, she's beautiful, you know, she could be a good, I think she would be a tremendous fit for a fairy godmother. But we're not talking about like a movie here that she could do, or this is a, a real thing you want to do. Like, she will, like, she's she, not, she's in real life, I will send her to some kind of black magic academy where she'll learn tricks, and she, and probably in England. Wait, Pod Trump, is that a real thing? There's real black magic academies? Is well, that a secret you know about? Alex Jones told me so many wonderful secrets. He divulged a great deal of wealth. And, you know, George Bush and all those other people of his ilk, they practice dark magic. Bad stuff. Hmm. Bohemian Grove, a center for devil worship and black magic. You gotta look into it. Skull and Crossbones Society. So Yale or something, right? Something that Yale, some kind of. I mean, I don't know if Alex Jones is the most trustworthy source for this because he he also told me that a couple of, like empty coke cans were his children. So I mean, he's not the most. Uh, I think he's a great, li- uh, reliable. I, don't I think he has a great brain. I think he's very aware. He's very observant. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. So, Pat Trump, how come you never joined any or did you join any secret societies ever? I was in the. Super elite wealthy society where we played with our Lamborghinis on the front yard, and what we did was we played chicken on our front lawn with uh, Lamborghinis. 
You know, now that I think about it, it almost seems like I think Bam Margera <laughs> stole ideas from me. Viva la Bam. It doesn't seem secret either if you're doing it on the front lawn of the college in a, in a flashy uh, well, sports car. Well, I didn't do it on the college. That was a one-time thing I did on the college. We used to do it in the Hamptons. So we would dra- we'd play chicken and we'd drag race with Lamborghinis and Murcielagos, Bugattis. You name it, we did it. Aston Martins, which brings me back to James Bond, you know. Here we go again. I think, speaking of Aston Martins, I think it would be, wouldn't that be so fun if we saw Sean Spicer driving an Aston Martin in a tuxedo and then getting out, approaching my beautiful daughter, Ivanka, saying, I would like a martini, shaken, not stirred. I mean, you saw Sean Spicer is going to in a tuxedo, driving Aston Martin up to your daughter and ask for a, a, a James Bond-style martini. Exactly. Is Ivanka being herself here, or is she like a, someone that would be serving him a drink like a bartender? She'll have to go to bartending school. We'll send her to bartending school so she can learn the role. And then she would serve Sean said drink. I'm also not sure what the point of this is. Like, this is a movie you want to make, or it's you just want the, them to yes, do this? Well, it's one of the scenes in the crossover film with Arrested Development's Buster and Sean Spicer's James Bond. Uh, hey, I brought up cartoons before. Maybe this sounds more like a cartoon feature to me, because, I mean, those guys aren't really attractive on the eyes for a good audience. Maybe you get their voices in there. <laughs> well, you know... This I, wacky world where they're crossing paths. I would do it. I wouldn't do the animation. I, you know, I love cartoons. I love Saturday morning cartoons. I love... I love Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. Mm. What's your favorite current, Sarah? Because those are like some older cartoons from the 90s. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Oh, there's probably a new one of that. But like, what's like a real new cartoon the kids are watching uh, with you? Yu-Gi-Oh! DSXL. L. I thought it was like a a Pokemon ripoff or something, yeah. Well, it's an American version that's probably better. It's probably American. Yu-Gi-Oh! is American? No. I tried to lie, I tried, but I could see you have a gaze of steel. You know steel. how smart I am. You already brought it up before. Yeah. I saw it right through that. I cannot with that one. I thought you are all about America first, Pod Trump, and you're watching these foreign cartoons. Which is why, which is why, you know, a famous Greek philosopher, Aristotle, said, know thy enemy. So the Japanese, uh, yeah, I'm assuming it's Japanese or Korean or something. It's Japanese. Is that our enemy now? I think it's supposed to be our ally. They, they, well, did you see them step in to help with North Korea? I haven't seen them step in to help, quite frankly. What do you want them to do? Bomb the hell out of them. I mean, I mean, like, in retaliation. Bomb the hell out of Kim Jong-un. Japan is a lot closer to North Korea, so they'd exactly. probably get the initial blowback in or take retaliation. Away, or know. take away all the fish. You know, the, the Asians, they love the fish. You put a stop on the fish market. You don't let them import, export fish. You want to, you the economy wanna, is crippled. Excuse me. You want to... You know, they trade with scales. They uh, use fish scales to trade. That's currency. Excuse me. Uh, you want... I, I'm just going to get this straight. You want to cut off Japan's fish so they'll do what you say and bomb North Korea? Yeah, or do you ja- want Japan to cut off North Korea? I fish? want Japan to cut off North Korea from getting their fish. Do they uh, import fish to that country? Probably. I well, told you, you the, Asians, the Asians love the fish. I know, but though, that's, that's why they have fish enemies, farms. So they wouldn't. You know, they invented the out. fish farms. What's a fish farm? A farm of fish. It's it's like it's like instead of cattle on grass, it's fish in water. Do the math, Padre. The farmer goes out in the morning to milk the fish. He well, fish secrete milk through their rectum. I think it's milk. 
But what I was saying was that they use the fish scales as currency to trade. And we cut off their money, we cut off their resources, the cripple. Now, another thing I need a clarification on, Proud Trump. When you're saying the fish scales, are you talking about the scales to weigh the fish? Like how, oh, that's a big one, 10 pounds. Or are you talking about like the actual part of the fish? I'm talking about shucking a fish like an ear of corn. Oh. So do you eat the fish with like two little things that look like fish so you don't have to get your hand, you know, that they put on the ends of corn, ears of corn? Exactly. That's how you eat your fish? Exactly. And, you know, there's a little secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. It's a special dish that not a lot of people know, but I was honored by the president of Japan. What's his name, by the way? Qing Jinping. Sorry, no, that's the uh, Chinese China. president is Jinping. Jing Qing Ping Pong. But anyway. Qing Ping Pong, okay. But, I uh, learned something new every day. Well, you know, yeah, I have a tremendous amount of knowledge. But there's a dish. Since you said it's like the corn, the fish scales, what you do, and I want you to listen carefully. You put the fish scales in a bowl, a glass bowl, in the microwave. You hit popcorn, and you get popcorn fish scales. So just the scales, like, stepping in for, like, little kernels. Exactly, the scales are like kernels. What does that taste like? A wonderful, oily, omega-3 rich snack. Hmm. Maybe you are eating more healthy than I thought, God, Trump. Very good for your health. Well, uh, and maybe we can sit down and watch a movie sometime and eat some of that instead of popcorn. Well, I say we watch Godzilla because, you know, the monster... I don't know if you know this, but I've been reading a lot about Japan. And the... <laughs> you've been reading about it or you've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh? I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, continue. Which is the same thing as reading because I have to read the subtitles. So the monster Godzilla... I forget his original name. Guy, no, Gaijin is a white person. I don't remember. But anyway... <laughs> The monster represents the atomic bomb and the destruction that comes with it because back when the film came out, we were doing some bad things during post-World War II. And the Japanese realized, look at what happened. It's so sad. Oh, everyone's destroyed. So Godzilla is the reckoning of our machinations. That's interesting. So you're seeming to imply that you think... It was bad what we did, dropping those atomic bombs in the U.S. Well, I'm, frankly, I'm not saying that. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it displayed our power and our strength. Well, what did you mean when you said we were doing some bad things back then? Well, the Japanese, the Japanese thought we were doing bad things. I thought we were doing wonderful things at that time. Hmm. So, you want it uh, in a couple of years from now, North Korea, if it's, if it's not bombed off the face of the earth, to be releasing movies where, like, a giant fish comes in and it's, like, going to... Be like Japan coming in and dropping a... Well, North, I, excuse me. North Korea already did something like that. North Korea already did something like that. It was called Polgasari, and it was a, basically a Godzilla remake. And what happened was this giant creature... Well, the people... So the bad guys, they wanted the people to create uh, weapons. Uh, the farmers and the pork folk, they wanted them to create weapons with steel and metal. And when they did all this, it reawakened some kind of giant monster named Polgasari, and he killed everyone. Hmm. Beautiful movie. You should watch it. Polgasari. I mean, I did, movie wrecks from you left and right, Pod Trump. It was a propaganda film, and actually they kidnapped the director and forced him to make the movie. Oh, this is fairly recent, the 70s? Uh, maybe the 70s. <laughs> Oh, so not not then. Because I heard about some guy that, uh, some other guy that got kidnapped. Oh, maybe it was the same guy. And did they let him go recently? Or he died recently or something? 
I don't know, but, you know, there's so many kidnappings going on. It's so scary. It's so sad. And that's why I watch Taken at least once a week. So I can go through the routine, the rigmarole. So I know how to get back Ivanka if she's never taken. Oh, by the way, that reminds me how we're still in this Taken situation. Because I've still overtaken your podcast here. No! Yeah, that's right. You're Taken. Well, I'm going to have to do something about it. Maybe I'll get my wonderful Boy Scouts to help me. You know, they love me so much. What would they do to a, a silky guy like me? I'll slide right down through those little fingers. Oh, you knew, you knew they were going to tie you up in a knot, didn't you? I had assumed. Well, that's the first assumption anyone would make when you say something like that. Well, I'm instituting a new policy for Boy Scouts where they all get a very special Swiss Army knife. And they'll just carve you up into little pieces. I think an Army knife is going to... I mean, a Swiss Army knife is going to penetrate this fine, you know, exterior I've got going on. Well, if we got a whole little army of them, I think the, the little Trumpkins are going to get you. Hmm. I think it's going to be more like... Uh, they're going to tie me down like you a, sound nervous you sound nervous mm-hmm. you're floundering you're floundering for your words well no i'm just speaking uh, of floundering well, uh, you know the little mermaid uh, uh, the little mermaid are they gonna remake that probably they remake a live action of everything that's very true who from your cabinet would you put in there you know i would say for ariel who, uh, that would have to be hmm, who do i want for ariel Betsy DeVos. Bet you know, I was just about to say Betsy DeVos and that terrible, nasty Ursula. You know who that's going to be? Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. Hillary that, has to that be does, Ursula. That, that is on on brand. That makes sense. And I would be King Trident because hmm. I'm the king. Okay, so you're the king. Well, if you're the king, it would make more sense for like one of your daughters to be or to be a not not DeVos. Maybe what's the what's that other daughter's name? The one you Kim. don't care about? Kim. I don't think so. I don't remember. Kim. Kim Basinger. You know, she was a great damsel in distress. In That's the, true. She's Batman. not your daughter, though. Well, maybe Kim Basinger can be her. <laughs> can be Ariel, the live-action Ariel. I think she might have aged out a little bit. <laughs> She's so beautiful. <laughs> we'll get Kim. You just want to wait. I see what's going on here. You just want, because you're the king, so you want you just want another daughter figure here. I don't you know. You act to Kim like you do with Ivanka. I don't know what you're talking about. Your theories are crackpot theories. Mm, I think they're uh, whole pot theories, uncracked, solid pot theories. Well, you know, I'm getting tired of this, but I will just say that Sebastian oh. will be played by Jeff Sessions. He's got an accent. Yeah, well, he has a southern accent, not not a like a what, Jamaican accent. He's got an accent. It's good enough. So, <laughs> so in this version, it's Sebastian the crab is going to be trying to kick a, a bunch of blackfish out of the sea. Or Sebastian will be kicking out all the eels because you know all the all the eels, all the black are, all eels are black. And instead of having a Jamaican accent, he will have a southern draw. Hmm. That sounds good. It does sound pretty good. Can I get like a EP credit on this joint? You get a minor EP credit. Minor? You have a smaller font in the credits when they roll. Maybe a size two Jokerman font. Hmm. Well, okay. We'll, we'll negotiate this more later, but uh, renegotiate because I don't know about this, but... Speaking of negotiations, you know, I have so many negotiations to do. I got to talk about... I got to go call up the Mexican president and the, uh, the guy from Australia because I have a lot to talk about with those milk people. I have to get going. I think this has been a tremendous takeover. I, I took over. I took over. Uh, excuse me, Pat Trump. I think I took over. So normally I'm trying to get out of here, but now the... The shoe's on the other foot. 
The so big Reebok shoe, is on the other foot. <laughs> my left Reebok is on my right foot. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you going to talk to Australian prime? Who cares about him? You're, we're hanging out, shooting the shit, talking movies. I thought that's what you like to do. Well, you know, I love, I love films so much. But I have to probably make an appearance out there. He wasn't happy last time. I'm trying to patch things up. I want to make sure, you know, everything is uh, Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Padre out, bitch. Wow. He really did get the last word. I will be back. And we're going to have a lot to talk about. Goodbye. So, thank you so much. You know, I love it when you listen. Thank you so much, everyone. And I shall return. I shall return. 